Welcome to Interviews with Innocence, a podcast about spirituality, consciousness, and exploring the wisdom our children bring into this world. I believe that our very young children are our greatest teachers. After all, they're the masters of living in the present moment, bubbling in unconditional love, enjoying the messiness of life, and curious about the universe in all its dimensions. The pure essence that young children exhibit lives within all of us. My hope is that these interviews will help us discover, embrace, and connect with the sacred core of childhood that resides within each of our hearts. I am your host, Marla Hughes. Hello, today I have on the show Kelly Ann Meehan. And Kelly is a spirit baby medium. And I found this, when I found out about Kelly, I just thought it was so fascinating because I thought back to when I was pregnant with my kids and praying with them for them and reading them Dr. Seuss and just feeling this beautiful energy. But it just didn't seem like moms really talk about that sort of stuff, you know, very often. And I found Kelly and it was like, wow, I wish I would have known you, known you a long time ago. But she does such amazing work. So um, welcome, Kelly. Hi, thank you for having me. You're welcome. So Kelly holds a master's in clinical psychology with an emphasis in somatic psychology. Kelly has additional training in energy-based and somatic-based modalities, such as Reiki 1, craniosacral therapy, depth midwifery, infant massage instruction, parent education, and yoga. Kelly uses her sensory sensitivity, which is clairvoyance and clairsentience, which we'll talk about, and clinical psychological training to support the hearts of women and couples all around the world that are looking to connect in a deeply spiritual way and an awakened way. She connects with and communicates with the baby in spirit and after birth, hence her title of Spirit Baby Medium. Kelly is also host and creator of her own podcast. Um, She's aired that since 2017, Spirit Baby Radio, and it has over 80 episodes. So if you find this interesting today, you'll definitely have to to tune in to to Kelly's podcast. So Kelly, I'm so, like I said, I'm so excited to have you on the show. And I, let's start a little bit about your childhood. I know my childhood, because it, it is a very curious place to go to question the work that I do and how it unfolded. And it's always the thing that comes up over time. And, and, it, and it makes me kind of sit and reflect, um, you know, like, because what really takes me to this space to be able to connect with uh, thousands of babies and, and, you know, soon to be your current parents into this world. And when I was very young, there, I don't know, I feel like we've all had different traumas and issues that kind of, kind of, I, I don't want to say identified or marked us in some way, yeah. but it, it gave us something to kind of work with and um, evolve into, because I feel like I, I have a way of taking really negative things and making them positive somehow. I don't know if it's a talent or a burden or what it is, but, you know. <laughs> Probably <laughs> a little bit of both. I know, yeah, just <laughs> reflecting back to, um, you know, little younger year Kelly growing up in the east uh, coast of New Jersey with a family that I felt like never really understood me. And, and it makes sense now, but then I was like, what the, it was just, I was very quiet, very inward. I actually had a lot of multiple sick issues and things. Like I always had a sickness always going on, 
But also, I also in the school system was labeled as like learning disabled. And it was a really hard journey from literally, I'm telling you, from first grade all the way to like forever. And but as I, you know, as an adult, I was like, I'm not disabled. I just learn a certain way. And what I realized more than anything is that there was never the creative, intuitive class like I would have accelerated in that class. And so I compensated for other strengths. And I was interesting to be retested as an adult and look at like, wow, it's interesting the way my intellect and thought process, how it was so strong in some areas and very weak in other areas. But it was like the strength, strength areas are like, oh, this actually makes sense the way you learn, because I was trying to learn the way the masses wanted me to learn. And it was a huge challenge. And I thought I was just stupid forever. And I have such a such a heart for children now that have any type of learning issue or struggle. And I talk to different parents and, and their children. And I always said, I'll, like, I'll talk to your kid. And a lot of these children, they are very sensitive. A lot of them have levels of energy awareness, te- telepathy, psychic connections. And I always tell these parents that are open to it, and most of them that I know are, is to kind of to allow them to, to be in that space, to, to nurture their sensitivity. Because I feel like back in the day, it was like, oh, you're shy. That's not okay. Right. But it's like, what's wrong with being shy? Like there, there's an opening to shy. There's a message to shy. There's a, an opportunity. It's like when I was very shy as a kid, it was really good for me. It was very safe. You know, you know being a, a child that feels a lot and then into adulthood. And I didn't really own a lot of the, the, the changing energy until I was a teenager, I almost feel like they say sometimes after puberty, bigger shifts consciously change within mm-hmm. people. And I just started to notice the earth, the trees, they had a language. I noticed that animals had their own language. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, I know I'm not crazy, but I, you know, I, I had the opportunity. I explored it. You know, I like looked into a lot of the new age, you know, cults and, and a lot of other things. Like I met the witch people and I said, you know, there's the voodoo Jamaicans. Right. That's like kind of like, you know, but then I was like, I just didn't feel like I fit into any of those groups. So I just kind of did my really the world of self-study. Right. I mean, that's what we do. And then it kind of brings us to to this space. But I could talk so much about childhood. But <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, that I did a series um, on gifted children and um, children with Downs and or on the um, spectrum, and then just other learning disabilities, and some great stories of just their intuitive ability and the things that come from these children, and because they they live at such a high frequency, which it sounds like you're at a much higher vibration too than a lot of people that were surrounding you. Well, let's let's jump in about a spirit baby medium. So how did you get involved in this? And what, I, I know what it means, but I want to hear you tell me yeah. what it means. <laughs> well, because I actually invented the term spirit baby medium. It didn't exist before I came up with it. I, I'd say probably five years ago. And it just felt like that's it. It's, this is right. Because people were like, you're a pre-birth communication communicator, baby whisper, baby intuitive. <laughs> and I was like, all those things felt like they were owned. <laughs> Right. And so, but, but now people are using my term a lot, which is quite fascinating. And I, I don't trademark it. Maybe I should. Um, I just feel like to own something that I feel like is, is for everybody is, is really mm-hmm. energy around that. And so um, I almost feel like, like it happened one day, but it didn't because, you know, years ago, oh my gosh, I would say it's like over 10 years now, I had my first real experience with communication through a friend who was pregnant. 
and we were all at the we were all in school as my graduate program we we're all just you know having a little picnic and in, in between school on the hill she was very very big pregnant ready to go and we all had our hands on her doing all this energy work sharing with her and I was very new to it I just I realized when I would touch people it was probably more than that that I would start seeing things and I said to her are you sure you're having one child I see two children and I and I saw them you know show themselves a certain way and I said it was a boy and a girl and they're going to help fix your bones. I don't know why I knew that. And then she said, no, no, I'm, I'm going to have one boy. That's what I feel. That's what I feel. Okay. All right, mom, you know, I'm sure I'm going to, I want to trust that for you. And then she had a, she had a home birth months later. She didn't do any intervention. She ended up giving birth to the boy first and the girl second. <laughs> and it was like shocking. Everybody was like called texting me left and right. I, bet. I remember that moment on the hill when you said that in this park. And, and I was just kind of like, yeah, I did say that because I kind of forgot. <laughs> and then I was like, what are they all thinking now? Right. Because it was like, it was just so profound. And now they're like teenagers because it was so long ago. They're like way over this more than 10 years ago. And that I felt like was the beginning because after that, I started to notice, especially pregnant women, I would see there's a way I see the energy kind of walking. The way energy is expressed to me is very, I feel like everyone has their unique way of connecting. Mm -hmm. So the way I would see it within my psychic eye space is like, I would actually see a child walking around the person and it would do, you know, the child would do things. They'd have a personality, a certain way they dressed and how they looked. And so I started to relay this information to pregnant moms and the pregnant moms were like, cause I'd say, Oh, the baby says you need to do this and this. What do you think about that? Like whether it was like water or the dress or whatever. And they were like, Oh, that's so interesting. You say that because that's what I, you know, the doctor said, or that's just what came up. And mm -hmm. I was like, Oh, okay. And then I, then it kind of led from there. And then my own experience of pregnancy, I really got that experience. I was like, wow. Like he, I even had this moment where I was like, I feel like there's two, two thinking heads in one body. <laughs> Someone's like, what does that mean? I'm like, I know. I was like, I don't know. <laughs> but I felt like his presence and his thought process within me in my own psychic space. And, um, you know, pregnancy wasn't like happy running in the meadows of flowers, I found it to be very emotionally shadowy and very pushing of so much layers of, you know, past traumas and generational stuff. And, but my son spoke to me a lot and came to me in dreams. He said, I'm a boy, like deal with it. This is who I am. Not that I had anything else to deal with, but then I knew he was a boy. I felt his energy. And then I don't do a lot of interventions either. So I did one sonogram the whole pregnancy and they said, it's a boy. And I'm like, of course it is. He's like <laughs> telling me all the time he's a boy. Right. And, um, and then I had him and then years later I had my other one, which was, you know, both different psychic experiences with communication. And, you know, when we're listening, we can really receive a lot from that. But sometimes people try too hard to listen. We're not mm -hmm. listening with our ears. We're listening with our body, with our hearts, with our own psychic space. And there is a, there's a bit of a practice around that if right. people get discouraged or confused. But I do, as you said earlier, I do feel like, it is our like natural born right to have communication with our children. Mm -hmm. Indigenous cultures accept it. Why in a more developed society have we resisted this amazing mystery of, of the birth of life within us? Like we even once were spirit babies, <laughs> you know, right. we really absolutely. It. Yeah. It's, it's interesting how our world is really going back to the indigenous cultures. I'm also doing some ser a series on that. And just their ways and it also makes sense to me that you say that they have to practice because i know a lot of mediums you're my first spirit baby medium i've ever met but and 
and I've been to workshops and it is, it's like a muscle that you, you need to practice to, to be able to connect. So how do, how does this look? Because I, I just love when you talk about this. I know the women who come to you. Well, tell us about the kind of women that contact you. It's not just women. It's actually couples too. So right, there's a lot right. of yes. Sometimes it's men and women and sometimes it's women and women. And um, I take everybody, transgender, you know, wherever your sexual preference is, because people get very confused by that because conception just doesn't come one way. Right. Single mothers, sometimes even single mothers. Some women wait so long and they have so much to deal with that they're like, oh, I'm ready to have a baby. But now where's my partner? Now mm -hmm. I'm getting older. I know a few of those. And it's, yeah, and it's so, beautiful. It is so many. Yeah. There's no right way. And so, yeah, so these women and couples and, you know, majority, you know, lately have been more women and they come, oh my gosh, where do they come from? They're from all around the world, to be honest. Mm -hmm. I mean, I feel like I've traveled the world in my home. Right. <laughs> I've been to New Zealand, Australia, even Japan, Tanzania, Africa, UK, you know, USA, Canada. And I feel like because there's such a need for this spirit baby communication, conscious conception birth psychology, the foundation of that is still kind of a new science. And they really merge a lot with conscious conception and the bond in between, you know, child and mother, child and, and person. And so there's, there's a lot of energy around that, I feel like, and people are hungry for it. And I yeah. feel like collectively, we are, even though there's so much fear and chaos, we know that. But there's almost like an emotional maturity or intelligence that's happening that people are like showing up for it and going, okay, like being honest about it, like, and just working with it, working, you know, being a part of it. And I, so I feel like that consciousness allows us to like receive more. And it is, like we said, it is a spiritual muscle, right? Because mm -hmm. even in my work from five years ago, it was so different. I'm like surprised. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. You know, like right. uh, things I pick up on or look at, and I'm just like, but I want that. I want to be of service, and I want to push into the edges of, of the unknown. And I, I don't, you know, if I don't know something when I'm sitting with somebody, I'm not going to lie to them. I'm not going to make stuff up. I'm just going to say, I don't have that answer. Right, right. Or I'm not really sure. Why are we not receiving that? Is there some other piece and journey? And so I find that like a lot of people that come to me, they find hope and inspiration a lot to go okay, I'm not completely crazy. And I've had women tell me that once they have the babies, like, okay, I thought it was crazy the whole time because they felt it. They yeah. felt like, I feel the connection. I feel that the way the baby looked and even their personality. And everyone has a different sensitivity. And uh -huh. some people have to work at it more. It's really working at it is the quieting the mind, like get out of the way, <laughs> right? Exactly, get yourself out of the way. When you say conscious conception and you mentioned did you say park? What kind of science did you say? Oh, um, birth psychology. Birth psychology. Um, yeah. So what, um, can you tell us a little bit about, about both of those? So just quick, birth, just briefly. Yeah, I know. So yeah. Birth psychology, there's an organization. I'm not going to get all the letters right now. It's like in my head, but it's like the, they call it APA it stands for, but birth psychology is an amazing organization. I learned about over 10 years ago in my graduate program where a lot of the schooling I had, I took somatic psychology as my main emphasis, but there was also pre prenatal psychology. And I got a little bit of that, but I actually wasn't so interested in that in the time mm -hmm. now that I am now. But they had very, they had all the progressive, very well-known people that have really created the foundation around 
earth psychology teaching at that school and um it wasn't it wasn't easy because these teachers were like really i mean it's quite phenomenal and they really put a space in in the whole you know conscious conception and bonding and birth and like even looking at what the way women birth and you know with low lighting in a more you know in, in, a, in a way that's not like such a like an emergency or such a fear right. and we're all so affected by that you know you hear traumatic births and on you know or undesired births all the time and it's like it's collective this is not an easy thing to to experience going into the hospital system or you know, or even home birth, you know, center births a little bit different, but still you're pushing against the culture of a lot of stuff. Right. And uh, like you said earlier, bringing it back to the original, the natural, the indigenous, it's like, it takes work. Right. Mm -hmm. And so the birth psychology, I definitely, if, you know, recommend people to look up, I think it's birthpsychology.com or it could be .org. I think it's .com, but it's, it, yeah, you can find a lot of great uh, insights around that. And it's a, there's a lot of validating science, actually. They have a lot of different studies and data. And you, if you're like their member, you can get a lot of data. And it's quite fascinating and amazing. It really affirms probably a lot of things that people thought or think. Right. Um, what was your other question? You said um, the, the conscious conception. And with that, oh, I'd like yeah. for you to, sounds like it's part of the birth psychology, it but is, yeah. um, I'd like for you to, talk a little bit about, okay, so these, everyone, you know, all those different um, people come in to see you. And then how does this manifest after they are able to begin, you know, communicating with their baby? How does it manifest during the pregnancy? And how does it, does it manifest after in other words, what yeah. it, how does it help them just, yeah, yeah. how does that manifest? It does help them. So I actually do see some people from, I call beginning, middle and end, which is really fun. Sometimes I get people in different stages. Sometimes they're just in conception or I lose them a little bit somewhere and, or I see them all the way through or just in pregnancy or dealing with loss, whatever kind of uh, birth loss they're having. Um, but how would, how I, like when I'm connecting with somebody, there's a way that I do it. And I actually do a lot of, I call it the paper and pen method, because for me, information moves very quickly. And I actually write it down. And I actually draw, I always, I always, you know, I joke, I have a little stick figure or I have a printout of a body. Because when I'm listening to information from the person, and I don't do it on, like, I do it through sound, through like phone, because I'm listening to energy. I don't actually look at the people, um, unless they come in person, which that's different. Sometimes I do see in person people very very rarely at these days i'm really pushing more towards phone work but um and as i'm you know taking my notes i'm looking at things and i'm writing and i'm scribbling and then i have a little section in there i take people through this kind of body calming space because i need to listen and people are nervous or all over the place you see that and um and i want to get the information behind their nervousness yes. which is which is a skill by the way, it's not, it's not easy because it's like, oh, how am I then going behind the information of their own stuff and what they're thinking and even feeling is a different part of it. And then I, I just start, I tune into baby in the beginning. I start, there's a way that I sense and feel into baby energy. Sometimes there's one, two, three, sometimes there's more. It doesn't mean they're all coming <clears throat> into conception. Sometimes it's, it means different things. And, um, and so, you know, sometimes I can feel the gender, but actually in the past, interesting in the past year or two they're like shifting something is shifting in that spirit baby world because they're not like being so free with their gender 
And so I'm like, and I had another spirit baby intuitive say that. And I'm like, and I saw her post it one day and I'm like, oh my gosh, there's something happening. Like, wow. right. And I'm like, okay. And so I don't know if it's, they want to be recognized more as a soul unless as a female or male at that point, but obviously they're going to, there's going to be some option at some point. And in pregnancy is different. You can start to feel a different vibration in that. And so, you know, seeing women, I see women that struggle so much in conception with, you know, using IVF, IUI, intervention, unknown infertility, sometimes known fertility. And there's so much involved in that. And people are so unique. There's not one size fits all when it comes to what their story is, what their energy is, what they're dealing and dealing with, and how are they then, you know, continuing to be inspired and listen to their body in a certain way. And so then I get baby messages. I share those. Some babies are very talkative. Some are not. Right. Um, and what I do is I encourage the people to connect with their spirit baby without me, of course. And I ask the baby ways that they can connect. And this is really fun because I used to ask people how they connected. Instead, I asked the baby to affirm, are they someone that journals, someone that needs music or yoga? Is it movement? Is it meditation? And the, it's funny because the people will laugh and go, oh, my gosh, like, how did you know that's what I do with my baby? And like, they're <laughs> telling me that. Wow. And, and then it's, just, it's really, really affirming to say, look, I am listening to Spirit Baby. I am paying attention and without overthinking it, because that's what happens. Like the number one question people ask me is, how do I know I'm not making it up? Right. Is it my imagination? It's like, oh, that's like the number one question. And I said, Psychic awareness, dream space, imagination, and life are all a very thin line between all those. Yes. Because, with, you know, with the work that I do, I could definitely say all of this is my imagination. All of it. Because I could feel how it could interlink into that space. But then I'm like, but then I started speaking about the things that I saw and realized it wasn't my imagination. Right, because it was true. So, yeah. So then I'm like, okay. And then it made me realize that I pick up energy all the time everywhere I go. And so when I get stories in my mind, I used to think that they were just fantasies, but they're actually true expressions and the way the energy is being shared to me. Yeah. I've but heard so, that a lot with mediums. Yeah. That in the beginning, yeah. it's kind of like, is this just in my head? And, but the more you realize and you're validated that, that, you know, you know, you know, that it's not, do you have a, like a, a couple of stories about what babies have shared and without saying any names, of course. No, no, I know. I'm just, I'm trying to think in my head, like, what is a good story? What kind of story do you want? Give me an issue. <laughs> and I'll tell, I'm sure I've worked with that person. Well, um, just a story that, that maybe the baby told, told whomever something really fascinating that there there's no way anybody could could know that and then it was actually true oh yeah that i mean that happens actually many times which is always really fun because again i always say i'm the messenger so what i see i'm going to share it that may not make sense to me and this one woman who was she did have multiple uh, miscarriage but she i remember one time i was like i see this swan <laughs> a big swan and I was like okay this baby's telling me about a swan and I'm thinking this was years ago because this was when I was kind of like am I just going to say everything I see is it going to make sense now things I, I get and so I said yeah I see this swan and what is there any connection and she got really quiet for like a little bit <laughs> and then she was like oh and then she realized that um the day that she that she actually had the miscarriage she saw these trumpet swans that were very rare in this lake 
And, um, and that was a connection with her baby to tell her that she was there, but she did, this woman did go on and conceive. And then this, this being came to earth, which was really, you know, um, amazing and powerful for her. Uh -huh. That's the one of, I want, I'm going to, I want to share this story more with depth and, 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 you know, outwardly there and more of, of a book form. But, um, there's been other times where, you know, in pregnancy, it's a little bit different. Like conception and pregnancy is really similar in spirit baby. But of course, in pregnancy, there's something I feel like the babies, they come in the room and they sit here, like they put their hands up on the table and they're like <laughs> ready to go and like have a conversation. And I find it fun because they'll just share things sometimes about the dad, um, sometimes about their father about the father's personality or the dad doesn't believe in this or this. And then the, the, the mothers are like laughing about it. Cause like, Oh my gosh, it's so true. And you know, some people will cry cause I said, you think it's daddy, but it's not. And then they'll be like, Oh my gosh, I did feel like that. It's like, it's not his fault, but the yeah. baby wants to know. And um, other times, um, yeah, there's so many like different little um, stories that come up. Sometimes people question, is my baby okay? You know, those are always right. really interesting. Like I went to the doctor and they, they, they're freaked out. And I said, well, you sit with your intuition, take a breath. You know, I, and I don't, if I don't, you know, I can't say if the baby's okay or not at times. I don't have those answers, but I was like, why is the baby keep telling me, mom, you need to calm down. Mom, you need to calm down. Right. What does that mean to you? And then, then she gets the result and says, everything was fine. Right. So I was like, oh, you got your first test as being a worrying mother in, in pregnancy. Mm -hmm. Have um, you ever experienced... I had someone, um, I interviewed someone the other day that talked about how baby souls, that they don't really come in to the body and they kind of come in and out until like a certain stage in pregnancy. I, that, that's another, that's probably my number two question that people really? always ask. Yeah, besides the number one. Yeah, there's like a few things that people always ask and that one comes up a lot. Because there's a lot, I believe, in the more Indian tradition, um, yogic kind of back in that time. I know under Kundalini, like there's, I, you know, again, I don't know the details of it, but they said, oh, well, the soul just shoots into the body once it enters the earth. And it's fine. Everybody's going kind of what this kind of template idea is. But when I see people in pregnancy, I am almost one of my disclaimers is, so I say to them, the baby is around your body and spirit and soul. So don't be scared. It doesn't mean they're leaving. It's just how I see it. And that's just what they do. They're not sitting inside their body all day long. And I feel <laughs> like the best way for people to understand that is that the soul can split in many different times and ways. It's very hard for us to understand that because in our head, we don't get that. Like right. we feel very, very concrete, very like, you know, three dimensional. And so if we can just kind of shift down inward for a moment and just imagine a baby can literally be with the grandmother, a cousin, a husband, all at the same time, even in the womb space. Yes. And um, and sometimes babies will say that, like I'm with grandma. And actually, this one time that the little baby said the grandma's name, and I I don't get a lot of names, but I was like, <laughs> the lady was like, oh my gosh. Wow. Um, and so um, so I mean. So it depends on what people want to believe. I don't want to take people's beliefs away, whatever they feel. This is really my philosophy, but right. you know, I see babies walking around. I don't see them as being so contained to one space, but they have a connection with their body. They're like figuring it out. They're like, you know, understanding this, this world and going in between. And, and so that's really my kind of definition. Right. And I know that you also 
are a baby medium, I guess I'll call it, after the babies are born into this earthly realm. So do you do very much of that work? Not anymore, um, because this um, the before has taken over, and yes. I do feel like I do feel like the higher energies, whoever they are, like they're sending more people than anything that are wanting to conceive and, and have a lot of stuff, have a lot of stuff to work through to open space for themselves and this being to come in. But when I was do, on occasion, I'll do it for a friend or something, uh, right. even their children, but it, because babies are very telepathic. Yes. They, I mean, they look at you and they just send you messages instantly. It's just nonstop. And I feel like mothers really, it's so natural. We don't have to even call it telepathy. We can just call it like a, a bonding synergy between, you know, mother, child, person and child. It's just, that's just the truth of it and not make it like some odd thing. But it's just, I mean, it doesn't mean you're not going to have stuff come up like, oh, my baby's crying and I'm stressed out and I'm oh, tired. Oh, of course. Yes. Them. Like, it's fine. That's like a part of it. But but ultimately, deep down, you know, and anyway, what you said earlier, like, what is the point of conscious conception or even spirit baby communication? I didn't mean to you know, say it no. like that. I hope, no, no, I, but, hope no, I didn't. No, no, no. <laughs> No, but like, no, I, I wanted to answer that. Like, yeah, I'm probably not saying it as, as eloquently, <laughs> but, but like, what is that connection through? It does. I feel like when you're in, when you're, you're consciously in, in conception, connecting with that spirit in a pregnancy, you're, you're bonding in such a way that this being is like, there's a comfort, there's a bonding and connection in the outside world that is so different. And you can see it. You can see that, that connection with people. Even when they're like, when you see a mother with her kids and they're kind, and maybe sometimes it's so off or the kids are so off, I guarantee a lot of the times those people didn't have much of a, an awareness with their pregnancy. Mm -hmm. So there's something to say about that. It's like spiritual connection before life and then in life, it's just like a continuation, yes. but now they have a body. Right. Well, it seems that also just to become aware and spend that quiet time, it just makes everybody in spirit and on the earthly realm, just better, just yeah. more loving, just better, yeah. more conscious of how yeah. they live and what they do to that, you to your body while being pregnant and all the, it, it just gives you an awareness that you wouldn't, you wouldn't have. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's really, this is really fascinating. And you talk about creating a conscious generation, which I, I agree with you. I think there's a transformation of people going back to, as I mentioned, indigenous ways. And um, I do feel that there's a consciousness transformation happening in the world, people becoming more, less religious, more spiritual, if you will. So, so what do you mean when you talk about that? Yeah, I mean, that's true. People are awakening to their spirituality, less with doctrination. There's something that's breaking away, but people feel, you know, a lot of fear or shame or guilt right, or, or they're, they're trying to mix up, you know, everything, like the religions, mixing them all together, like a Muslim's going to marry, you know, a Buddhist. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah, it's love is love. It's not, you know, and connection is connection. And so I do feel like, we are, as we were talked about earlier, just consciously we're changing mm -hmm. and sometimes it's big and sometimes it's subtle. And so people are really kind of stepping up to consciously conceive in a way that, um, 
that is just in alignment. And I know some people question that going, well, what about people that don't want to conceive and that being comes? And I'm like, there's there's a message in that and there's a purpose in that. There's even a, a, a conscious awareness and a shift that does want to happen. And I do feel like, you know, this is like a really tricky energy. Even as I talk about it now, I feel like there's so much happening even now <laughs> with the media. And then, you know, I w literally woke up this morning and I said, I looked at my husband and I said, I try to like wake up and wouldn't try to find like, where's my heart space? Where's my breath? And I woke right. up and I looked at it and go, something really big is happening. And I know there's a lot of stuff happening. I don't watch the news a lot, but there's something else that's being like expanded into. And I said, I'm not really scared of it. I'm, I don't feel the fear, but I feel like it's something bigger. And sometimes it's hard to know the details of that, but we can shift in and out and feel, I think some of us to like really the global universal energy of like where, and it's, it's such a felt sense psychic energy. It's like, it's almost hard to find the words. And I'm sure you've had that experience or, you know, others that, you know, you know, every time, you know, I feel like we're moving into this next kind of shifting of just where we are, that it does affect the babies that come into this world. Mm -hmm. And I literally even just driving after I had acupuncture before, and you know, you're as happy and like shiny and good. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I, I, I had this realization, it was really, I just love that I, I was able to kind of reflect because as I'm driving and I, I live by all these beautiful oak trees and it's just, the sun is bright. I thought, wow, it's like if people didn't hold the space for babies growing within us and being a part of this world of such love, where would people be? Right. Where would people be? Like it literally gives us like so much strength, possibility, inspiration when we're, when babies are born. It's like, you know, it's like it's like God is born or the goddess is born or it's just it's like what you, people are affected and they, they can't like think about it too much you know it's like even other people that aren't even related it's like you know uh, it's so true that's so profound uh, it's just as as Wayne Dyer says I've said this a few times on the show but they still have droplets of heaven clinging to them you know and, yeah. and you just look at them and there's just an energy that I think you're right. I think a lot of people don't even want to give it a lot of thought because it's, it's so ineffable. It, you're right. You, you don't even know how to, how to explain that connection. I get goosebumps just saying that, you know, just that energy, especially if you're, you know, and you know, I'm pretty sensitive to, you have that mm -hmm. higher sensitivity. Wow. Well, I love that. Um, when you talk about, that moms, when you meet them and, and you just discuss like, what is this place life for life about? Just a you know, I think raise probably raise your curiosity and do souls come from heaven or go to heaven or both? And is the before life the proper word or maybe it's called something else or has no name? And then maybe you believe your baby comes from the stars or the universal energies above or a wave of Christ consciousness, you know, all these different things, but they're so reflective and deeply curious questions for, for people to ask. And I think it's so important to even get that message out. Yeah. And I mean, it depends on the person. I yeah. mean, for sure. There are some people, cause this is the great thing when I'm, when I'm in a session with someone, whether it's an hour, hour and a half, I really get to see where their spiritual talents are is what mm -hmm. I call it. Like, I could tell if they're more psychic or if they're more mediumistic or if they're more of a feeler or more of like, or if they've kind of, you know, I could see that in almost all people like, and I could tell a lot of people really shut things down and that's fine. That's their own choice. Right. 
Um, but when I see people that are like very accepting, welcoming, opening of it, they're very easy to work with. And I can see them with these questions. They can take these questions in and not feel like, oh, these are weird questions or I don't get it. It's like, yes, I'm taking that. What is this life before life? Where is this being come from? Is it the star? And it, what, you know, being curious, being open, letting it kind of, letting it rise. I feel like when we let that information rise around us, we change our frequency. Absolutely. We allow possibility of something because otherwise we stay right in the same place. Mm -hmm. And it's not in the same place. It's boring. Right. It's very boring. And you know, these, those sorts of questions, they just aren't about pregnancy and, and, you know, they're about life. And if only, well, I think maybe that's why there is a consciousness shift because more people are just in general asking those kinds of questions. Yeah. So, well, great. Well, listen, we need to wrap it up here soon. Um, but I, I hear you talk a little bit about spirit baby meditation. Spirit baby meditation, um, like can be done in different ways. I, I have so many different offerings like that for people, but I feel like a really nice place to begin. Let's say you're new, whether you're in conception, whether you're in pregnancy, or even just feeling uh, any kind of birth loss, is to begin with more visualization-based practice. Because using that visualization space and being able to pull in and sit and be with the baby's energy, the child's energy, and kind of seeing that inner story that kind of unfolds before you and gives you insight, gives you more of an understanding of it. And so there's so many kinds of ways to meditate, you know, and it's really different for everybody. Sometimes some people are really strong empaths and we take them into the feel of we, me and the baby take them into the feeling, the feeling <laughs> of the heart. I'm like, why am I saying we? It's collaborative. Yes, um, yes. Into the heart space um, so that they can settle in and, and really trust. This is the biggest piece. It's like trusting. Can you mm -hmm. begin to trust your intuition? I, when I, in, in some of my uh, deeper program work, one of the things is intuition. It's like, can you do trust all the time? I want you, when you walk out to the supermarket, driving your car, to see, do you trust your choices? Do you trust your decision? Are you trusting? Because once you get a, a foundation of trust, then you can move it into conception and then see how it fits in. It's not like, oh, I'm just going to trust this part and not the other part. And that doesn't mean that you won't have distrusting moments. We all do. Yeah. That's part of it. But can you primarily begin to weave an energy of trust into the cells, to the breath of you, to really let it rise and be an embodiment of it? I mean, again, that takes awareness. And, right. um, and I'd like to do take, I'd love to go there with all, you know, these, these people that I, that I support. I feel like it helps keep me creative. <laughs> right. So really trusting, deeply trusting your own inner guidance, your inner strength. Yeah, and I, I, a lot I tell people, I mean, it's, you know, it's about them and their baby connection. The babies aren't going to tell me everything as much as they're going to tell you. But are you listening? Are you using the energy of listening? Do you trust that listening? And can you receive it as a nice, warm insight instead of going, okay, give me another one. No, I need that. I don't trust that one. Give me, I'm like, that's not, that's not intuition. That's right? not what we I wanted. Do. Yeah, I don't want that. Give me something else. This is, you know, I'm like, that's you just kind of going on. And, and I've challenged some people where some women are extremely intellectual. Right. Right. And, and I'm like, you, you got to get out of your head, get into your body. I think that's where the somatic work really comes in nicely is like, 
you're not just a brain with thoughts like where's your body where's your spirit you're you, it has to be collaborative and some people are like what are you talking about like i'm just gonna <laughs> stay in intellect world <laughs> which is probably why i attract a lot of um lawyers and doctors <laughs> right right what do you mean about feelings <laughs> yeah it has a good valuable place but do you have to be tapped into that great wisdom of intelligence when you're supporting people in that lawyer environment that doctor environment where is this other inner mystic that's really all of you and wow. can you unhinge and sit into that space and let that be a part of your life. Uh, you are doing such. A, I'm very familiar with the doctor and lawyer world, and yeah. <laughs> and uh, you're right. And for them, not for them, but I mean, everyone is intellectual in their own way. But to open up that little that mystery and that intuitive and that unconditional trusting side is is so important. And I hope we're. I hope this world is starting to to start delving into that a little bit more hence our children are very young also are learning those you know those ways of living that are so important and i get to i get to see that with my own children so i'm like yeah. uh you know i think we're all scared we're gonna mess up our kids right well we all do the <laughs> best we can right yeah but i look at like my kids own sensitivities and i see how i have two boys so they're so different and one is super young so he's still very magical and where my other one is kind of he has this level of you know awareness and magic but it's like he's becoming more part of the world right and i talk about when his grandma comes around, we call her nannies. I, I talk about her because she'll just shift around just at different times around me. And I, I talk about her and he's just very, he's a good listener. My older son, he just listens and he goes, she's here now. And I go, it's okay if you can't hear her, but she's still here. And sometimes you may or may not hear her. And just, there's a different way of listening to her. Right. So I'm assuming she, you know? she's passed. Yeah. She's passed. <laughs> right, yeah. Right. <laughs> Got it. Yeah, I want him to know the normalcy of right. that reality. Right. Yes, yeah. the normalcy of that. Yeah. Well, you are doing him a huge, you know, my favor is not the word, just an honor to be able to to share that with him, you know. And such a I think that I, I think we go into like I think I was that child that never was understood in that way. And, right. And, I notice a lot of similarities in his learning and stuff. And so I'm going, he's a lot like me. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I don't, I don't push any psychic development or anything upon him and, until he's ready for it. Right, I'm gonna, like, right. step back and see, because he did tell me one, like, I think a year ago, he said, you know what, mom, sometimes when I'm sitting here, I see things. And, and he was being really detailed about it. And then in my head, I was like, oh, this could be a good time for his, his inner psychic training to begin. <laughs> that he's starting to notice that he sees images, he said, but his eyes are open. And I was like, yeah. And so what I do is I just, I let him talk about yes. it. And I, you know, and, you know, I, I'm curious to see how my little one will respond to that because he's such a different intellect. He's such a different being. He's a different, completely different soul awareness about him and um i i'm, I'm sure they're going to teach me so much about that yeah and they are our greatest teachers yeah for sure <laughs> well we need to wrap it up is there anything you would like to say any words of wisdom before we before we wrap it up anything i haven't yeah. asked well i mean if you're on a conception journey you know be inspired stay motivated don't mm. feel like 
somebody says no or the doctor says this, like really sit with yourself, really create a more holistic wholeness of your conscious body awareness and then connect with your own spirit. And also, of course, baby energies, any baby energies really begin to dive deep into even the imagery of it or what would that be like and then of course if you're in pregnancy yes spirit baby communication even more loving and pure and then of course if you're healing through any kind of loss even more powerful to bring that connection and that realization um, forward so just trusting loving and really being with whatever comes up in the fear and I guess that would be it. I mean, I could talk about this forever. Well, and that's where people can go to your radio show, your podcast. I'm sure that you cover a lot of these topics. Oh, yeah. Some people have emailed me and said they've they've conceived listening to my podcast, which is amazing. I'm like, yes. Wow. Wow. I have a lot of guests, a lot of different, yeah. I mean, there's so many from dreams to twins. uh, There's so many different things. Oh, gosh. That's... Wow. So if people want to find you, um, how, what are your social media or how could they find you? Oh yeah. My website is, is kind of a, I have a, I have all, they, them all pointing it. Let me see what's the best website to give you. It was soulbabycommunication.com, but also spiritbabymedium.com also will take you now to me. Right. And these will all be in the show notes too. Okay. And then at spiritbabymedium is my Instagram. Okay. And then I do have multiple Facebook uh, groups and pages. I have one specifically for, it's called the Afterlife of Spirit Baby for those specifically with loss. And I do have a, a just, you know, uh, a Spirit Baby uh, communication group as well. And um, I feel like in Facebook, I don't I don't know what the name is on Facebook. Kelly Meehan? Yeah, although I'm <laughs> uh, sure. I don't know. Yeah, you, people yes. will find me. Yeah. There. I feel like anyone that finds the information that I share is Right. And I'd like to end with, um, you've talked about, we didn't talk about it today, but we're talking about it now. So um, journaling and how to use your journal. And you say, begin with writing a letter to your baby, maybe say a prayer, mantra, an intention, and ask questions, be curious, listen deeply, sense into your heart, don't judge and keep writing spirit baby says hello i love that (laughs) very sweet well hep thank you so much for coming on the show this was very enlightening and it makes it just makes so much sense and and um thank you for doing such incredible work yeah thank you so much for having me it was really wonderful to be able to share into this space and i've I've listened to your other, I actually listened to your other podcast. I don't listen to anybody's podcast, Good. but I really, I really appreciate it. I still have one saved. I feel like I got to go listen to that, but I'm really enjoying it. And I really, yeah. Thank you so much for having me and sharing this uh, for the world. Absolutely. Others. Absolutely. Well, you have a great day and get those, yeah, get those two little boys a big hug. <laughs> I will. Okay. Thank you, thank you Kelly. Bye. Thank you so much for listening in today. If you want to learn more about the show, you can find us at interviewswithinnocence.com and on Facebook or Instagram at interviewswithinnocence. Please write me a message. Tell me what you liked and let me know what else you would like to hear. I would love to hear from you. And if you liked what you heard, please leave us an iTunes rating and review. It helps other listeners find the show. Thank you. Thank you.